Welcome. To Arcade Audio. Hello and welcome to another episode of Let Sleeping Dogs Lie, the comedy trivia show of answering questions and questioning answers. I'm your host, Spencer Hamilton, and I'll be awarding points to our two teams based on how well they know trivia and how good they are at lying. In Let Sleeping Dogs Lie, an incorrect answer is worth just as many points as a correct one. At least, as long as our players can trick the other team into believing it. Now let's meet tonight's panel. How's everybody doing? This is uh, this is Let Sleeping Dogs Lie, the, the comedy game show of answering questions, questioning answers. Uh, the theme for tonight is going to be Egyptian mythology. You, you can't read that, but that, that says Egyptian mythology in, in, uh, in, in Egyptian. Yeah. Uh, I think the lady in Downward Facing Dog over the boat. <laughs> they were big on yoga. Uh, so let's, uh, to get started, let's uh, find out about our, our teams for the night. Uh, and let's start to my left. Uh, how, how's it going, everybody? What is the name of your team? Uh, yeah, our team name is The Real Isis. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, oh. So, uh, alt name was D's Tuts. No, an alt name, alt name was Tuts out for Harambe. Oh, yeah. So all three of them. All three of them. <laughs> I reject all three. You can just uh, ISIS. That's fine. And, and let's start uh, at the end here and introduce ourselves, please. Uh, yeah, my name is Johnny O'Mara. I do this and just, I guess, you know, follow me on Twitter. <laughs> and, and on Twitter, you're at the real ISIS? Is yeah. that? Okay. <laughs> Sponsored tonight by Apothic White. <laughs> um, you can follow me at House of Stark on Instagram. It's H A U S. Is that H-A-U-S. correct? H A U S. House. Uh, and and to her right, please. Hey there. Uh, I'm James Freetley. Uh, Did I hear the audience sigh? <laughs> That's correct. Uh, God, you can follow me in real life this Halloween season at the Annoyance, where you can see Splatter Theater. Oh. Uh, watch some horrible things happen to some wonderful performers. <laughs> or you can follow my only Twitter account, which is His Name Is Ten, where I make up uh, lyrics to the uh, tune His Name Is Alexander Hamilton. And I just make up new lyrics to that. Oh, that was you? That's me. Oh, I'll follow you back then. Thanks for letting me know. <laughs> What's up, Twitter? <laughs> and the, the team to my right, how's it going? What is your name? We are a new phone who bis. <laughs> <laughs> and the good thing about these team names is if you don't understand them now, you will by the end of the show. <laughs> and, and, and what is your name? I am Julia Heinen. Uh, this is my first official show as a new co-producer. Yeah. yeah. It's a lot of emailing, and I'm happy to be here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, we're sad to see Sarah go, but we're happy to have Julia on board. Um, if you want to follow me on the side of this, you'll have to do it in person because I have the paranoid internet presence of uh, my elderly parents. <laughs> okay, great. Fantastic. <laughs> and, and to her left? Hey, uh, my name is Shirag. Um, you can catch me here or at uh, Annoyance or the Comedy Clubhouse or at my apartment. <laughs> Making your address. It's, uh, He's in the phone book. <laughs> north. North, North, north Street. North, North Street. I know this. And to, and to Chirac's left. Uh, 
Uh, hi, I am uh, Charlie Williams. Uh, you can follow me on a variety of social formats. <laughs> Just spell my name right. <laughs> That's all I ask. Good luck. J-R-L-Y. No vowels needed <laughs> at the end. And, and don't worry, we'll have handouts after the show for, with everyone's Twitter handles, so you, you will be able to... <laughs> Uh, great. Let's get the show started, uh, and let's uh, start with the, the question. This first question will be for the team on my left. Okay. Uh, the real ISIS. I will not let you forget that. Thank you. <laughs> Never forget. I will. <laughs> There's different people. Now then. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we have here. Uh, what? Who? This is Osiris. I was going to ask who it is, but his name's right up there, isn't it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Osiris. Osiris. He is That's the... so fun when you give us the answer before. <laughs> All right, next question. Oh, five, five points, yeah. Yay! Osiris is the god of the afterlife, the underworld, and rebirth. Hell yeah. He was attacked and killed by his brother Seth, who had taken the form of a hippopotamus. Seth? Yeah, we'll learn all about Seth. <laughs> Uh, we all know by now that hippos are among the most dangerous animals in the world due to their highly aggressive and unpredictable nature, but that's not the only scary thing about them. Uh, in what frightening way do hippos protect themselves from the sun? You have 15 seconds. The sun, you said? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, for sure. Come down. I do the same thing. Same. Sorry, the song is very good, but we must move on. Now, in what frightening way do hippos protect themselves from the sun? Yeah, um, clearly they uh, they put shit on themselves. <laughs> Literally, they put shit all over yeah. themselves. Sunblock shit. <laughs> oh, you, you do literally mean shit. I mean, yeah, like poop from their buttholes. <laughs> do they, do they, is this like a um, teamwork kind of thing where like one hippo yeah. will... Put it what, on another yeah. hippo. What hippo appendage is employed okay, in this activity? So Whoa. hippos aren't like us. Like I can reach <laughs> get out of here. And I can get my shit and I can take care of myself. And you, then you do. <laughs> and I do. As you, yeah, as okay. you do. But they, they need teamwork. Thank you for asking that. Or that you know they have to either shit in a pile and, and roll in it. Roll. Or They're you t- shit on a friend and yeah. you their they tails mean, are lovely paintbrushes. Yes. Yeah. Or they do. Did you guys ever play the Sega Lion King? Yes, yes, yeah. I did play the Sega Lion all those, King. All those animals in that pyramid? Yes. So it's only the top hippo who doesn't get shit on him in that yes. situation. Simba was interrupting. <laughs> it's like a Yurtle the Turtle kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Okay. So do they prefer their own shit or no. just or do they shit is shit. use the shit, shit of other animals? So what is their preferred shit? Their own of hippo. Their own. Hippo oh, shit. I will say like other than their own. Other than hippo shit? Yeah. A friend's? A friend hippo? Or you're saying what other like species yes. of yeah. animals? Outside of the hippo family Well, of we all know that monkeys are good at flinging shit. Yes. So I feel like that's just like common sense. I just gotta feel like a monkey's volume of shit is not really gonna meet a hippo's standards. Yeah. yeah. Maybe like a baby hippo or something, but... Yeah. Or just a lot oh. of monkeys. A lot of monkeys. <laughs> yeah. Are they and hippos and monkeys, uh, they live it's in It's like same. a car wash. You go through the trees and there's monkeys all up there and they're shitting, throwing, yeah. shitting, throwing, So, like, shitting, you're saying that the, the monkeys just, like, do all the work for the hippos and, like, what, what do the hippos do for the monkeys back to, in order to help that balance out? The monkeys have very low self-esteem. 
So the hippos compliment the monkeys? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. You're doing such Good a great job, great Thank you so much. All right, what, what, You're what, right. I was being selfish when I didn't shit fast enough. <laughs> what, 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 I think we're, we're done talking about shit. What, what, what do we yeah. think here? Um, I could have said feces. That would have been nicer. Uh, but here we are. We think that they are full of shit. Oh, ah, okay. Um, okay. And enough to perhaps cover a hippo. Because uh, And we, what do you think? Yeah, sorry, go ahead. We believe the terrifying way that um, hippos protect themselves from the sun is uh, becoming completely submerged except for the little baby nostrils. He's just breathing above the water. Ah! A hippo. I see. Okay, that would be terrifying. <laughs> uh, well, you were correct that they were lying, uh, but the the way that they protect themselves from the sun is oh, uh, through. I said a blood thing, and I got shot down. Yeah, through blood sweat. <laughs> blood sweat. Yeah. Sweat blood. And tears or no? No, just the blood and the sweat. Okay. Uh, hippo skin secretes a natural sunscreen, uh, which is red colored. Uh, sometimes referred to as blood sweat, but is neither blood nor sweat. Is it kind of like when somebody gets cupping on their back and their pores open so much and the blood comes out? Oh, it's exactly like that. <laughs> Nature's cupping. <laughs> now, uh, for the team on my right, Isis was the wife of Osiris. After his death and subsequent dismemberment at the hands of Seth, she was able to retrieve his body and restore him to life with her magic, fanning the breath of life into him with her wings. Nice. So nice. Her worshippers would invoke her aid in the use of healing spells. Somebody else famous for her healing spells is Clara Barton, the founder of the Red Cross. She first conceived of the idea shortly after the Civil War had ended, but was initially turned down by the president at the time, Rutherford B. Hayes. The question is, why didn't the president see the need for the American Red Cross? God had it. What? God. God had it on lock. I was What do we think here? What's, uh, why didn't we want the Red Cross? Um, uh, it, the president at the time thought that it was not financially fiscal to help the people on the battlefield. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, what were the alternatives? What was what was his plan? To let them die. Uh, <laughs> much cheaper. Ten four. And uh, what 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 war was this? The Civil American War. American War. It was where there were uh, Who was two fighting? sides that didn't like each other. Okay. Uh, and so they were like, "Hey, bro." Oh. Sometimes literally, bro. Yeah, sometimes literally, bro. People tend to call that out about that particular war. That brothers bro fighting brothers. Bros, bros yeah. fighting bros. Yeah, and if one brother fell, um, yeah, it was... Uh, the army couldn't afford to fix them up. Uh, families would actually follow regiments around, and if your guy fell, you'd drag him off and tend him. Yeah. Interesting. So if you didn't have someone who was... Doing Close. that. So you didn't have a family. <laughs> you really you're really. you an orphan, bro. You die. You're yeah. Yeah, you're dying. You didn't have a brother to fight or a brother to fix you up. Mm. Sad times for our nation. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Well, we all agree there. Uh, yeah. Do you have any other questions? You <laughs> uh, look no. confused. Well, that sounded pretty good. It did sound <laughs> That's a lot to happen. That's a lot to happen. Then, I, I, but I think it's... Sure. I think it's... We're going to say wrong? I think so. Okay. Well, I then, think you then, were what's right the, in your then what's the real answer? I 
think. So you you said that she she came up with the idea after the war. She did. So there, it wasn't wartime. Why would they need to come up with that? So yeah. you agree with Rutherford B. Hayes? Yeah. 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 Fuck well, the Red and you Cross. still want to get rid of it? Yeah, yeah. We're gonna. Yeah. We're actually taking donations to end the Red Cross. <laughs> so you think they're wrong, but you have no answer? No, no, so, we, we think that because it, he didn't see the need because we were not at war, because it was after the war. Okay, gotcha. Uh, so he actually didn't, yeah, you're, you're kind of right, kind of wow. right. Um, he didn't think they would ever face a calamity like the Civil War again. Yeah, yeah. I'll give it to us. I was saying that in my head. It just didn't come out of my mouth. But in my head, he was like, oh, like that war's over. Nothing's going to happen again. We're America. Right. Uh, and then it's like... That's okay, I, I believe it's actually right for like 150 years, though, so give him credit for that. So she, she finally did succeed to uh, get the Red Cross uh, created uh, two presidents later um, after she used the new arguments uh, that they could respond to crises other than the war, such as earthquakes, forest fires, other stuff. That's so true. Why yeah. did she say that the first time? Yeah, what an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll, I'll give the full 10 points uh, to uh, the real ISIS. Uh, great. Yeah, uh, you're cheering for ISIS. <laughs> <laughs> you did, you did, you did. Now then, let's move on to uh, Horus. <laughs> Horus was the son of Osiris and Isis, and was the main rival of Seth, the god who murdered Osiris. I feel like there's a P in Seth that you're not saying. Like what? Paseth? Yeah. <laughs> The god who murdered Osiris. Yes. In one myth, when Cyrus and Horus were fighting for the throne after Osiris's death, Seth gouged out Horus's left eye. The eye was restored by the moon god Thoth. Similarly, in 2009, a British man by the name of Martin Jones had his eyesight restored after being blind for 12 years following a workplace accident. Whoa. Your question. What item was implanted in the eye of Martin Jones that allowed him to see again? What item? 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 Well, I need mean, no options are camera or iPhone. It's like it's gotta be an eyeball. Wouldn't we have heard of that shit? Hell no. Come on. Interfacing a camera to a human nervous system? We would know. Which don't we know? We do know. What if it's a mirror? What if it's just like the like a light sensor from the here we go. What item was implanted in the eye of Martin Jones that allowed him to see again? Uh, so it was it was not a uh, camera like uh, we might all be thinking, but it was the, uh, the like light sensor from a camera. So it didn't it didn't give him like full vision back. It gave him just sort of partial kind of light and dark. Uh, uh, like shadow. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Enough. What okay. year was this? Uh, he said. Uh, it was it was pretty recently, in the two thousands I think maybe twenty ten something like that. Oh okay, he did say that. So cameras were around. Yep. And white sensors. What was it from? Uh, like a cell phone camera or a radio? No, like a. It would be nicer than a. Like a DSLR. Yeah. Like a DSLR. Thank God! Thank God it's special. They didn't just like. Oh, I got an old iPhone lying around. Yeah, they took him to you. You break. You break. What's broken in my eye? Yeah. <laughs> um, does he have to get upgrades? His <laughs> <laughs> new poor. iPhone X. His new iPhone. Uh, it, it all goes to the cloud. Yeah, yeah. yeah. iPhone. Does he have? Um, how does it uh, like continue to function? He, when he blinks, yeah. it lubricates it. <laughs> well, and it, yeah. it actually is. It doesn't require powering because. Yeah, it's, it's just wired into it. Have you heard of calories? That's our body. Energy. So it does need an electrical source, but it's 
electrically successfully sourced from biometric electrics. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's got a little battery in there somewhere. Yeah, you ever seen those like <laughs> a pacemaker uh, that you can like complete a circuit just like with your own body? Does he does he have to carry around his charger or is it inside? No, he he's a potato. He's it's it's not. Yeah. He's, he's Mr. Potato. potato. Okay, so he's a human okay. potato clock who's looking okay. through. Yeah. All right, what do we think here? Do you think they're telling the truth? Bull. Bull. Yeah. Bull. Okay, they're lying. All right, then what's the yeah. right what's the real answer? Um, we're going to say uh, a baby's eye. Why a baby? No, babies. They don't need them. They don't need them. Yeah, though, but like you know, like a young, a young yeah, person. Yeah, babies run into shit all the time, okay. even with eyes that in their. That baby was a murderer. Healthy eyes. Well, well, you're 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 both wrong. Oh, uh-huh. sorry. Yay. Sorry to say. I don't know happy to say. Uh, it was actually his own tooth. What? 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 No. What? The procedure. I'm glad you asked. The procedure began when one of Mr. Jones' canine teeth was removed and converted into a holder for a special optical lens. Uh, the tooth is then inserted into his cheek for three months to enable it to grow new tissue, and then they inserted the tooth into his eyeball, and after two weeks, had perfect sight in What's his right so eye. Okay, so the lens it's is so obvious. <laughs> Why was that, like, the, the, the choice? Can't yeah. we make a fake tooth? I have been told by my dentist many times that they won't regrow anything. Also, well, I'm your, surprised. feel the same as an eye. Aren't your canine teeth also called your eye teeth? Think about that. No! I think it's the letter I. I've been thinking about that. Next question. I thought it was the letter. Thoth. Thoth. Excuse me. Sauce. Thoth, besides being the god of the moon and the god who helped Horus with his eyesight, was also the god of wisdom and magic and the inventor of hieroglyphics and writing. Hieroglyphics, of course, were hard to read if you weren't a specially trained scribe. One reason for this is that hieroglyphics can be written in any, any direction. Top to bottom, left to right, right to left. Whoa. But there is a simple way to tell which way to read it. How do you know which way to read hieroglyphics? You said none of these would really be about each other. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. That's how I would ask you. Where's the character on that? Like, describe that, like, which way to read it. How do you know which way to read hieroglyphics? Go with Lisa. Yeah. Uh, there'll be a figure in the hieroglyphic pointing the direction that it is intended to be read. Yeah. Where in the hieroglyphic? Uh, where the direction is needed. Great. Yeah. Uh, what is that figure? It can be a Thoth. It can be Horus. Um, Seth yeah. sometimes would get into like, books. See, He's facing this way, and even though he's holding the thing, his finger's kind of pointing this way, so yeah. this would be a right to left. Yeah, because okay. yeah, he's writing that way. This would be a real Hebrew special. Yeah. What, what, when, now. My favorite sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> mm, I know. When the, when the, cor- the corned beef is really lean, a really little sauerkraut, amazing. What's he going to be doing if Emerson's, though. You have to get it from Emerson's. If the hieroglyphics are, hieroglyphics are going down. If the what's going down? If the hieroglyphics are going gonna down. Be, there'd be a figure at the top going. going. Yeah. Okay, I'm Down looking, here, Sacker. My dick. I'm looking at this beautiful wall of yes. hieroglyphics, okay? Yeah. And it's just, uh, there's lots of symbols, lots of hieroglyphics everywhere. What symbol is telling me which way, where to start? It says start, usually. Okay. <laughs> in, yeah. In, in, so in plain English. <laughs> usually. It's like a, a mouse. Like, you are here. Like, <laughs> a, a mouse. <laughs> 
it's kind of like with how we think of jigsaw puzzles today. You start with the edges. Yeah. So they would look in the edges for their start guy, okay. and the start guy would be like, "You're going this way." Yeah. yeah. So it's like it's like when you do a cross, like not a crossword, a word finder, and I'm yeah. looking for the word. I don't know doggy and I start with dog and then I look all well, around the, the D for O and yeah. then when I find and then I keep going exactly I think you got it so what do you think no. I think they're right but for the wrong reasons <laughs> yeah that was, I don't think that was specific yeah. enough for me. I, like that I think that there is a character that indicates the start point and directionality okay. yeah. I don't think it's interchangeable gods doing mm-hmm. different Fortnite dances we think it's the first hieroglyph you see in whichever way they're oh. Egyptian walking alley <laughs> <laughs> yeah keep, keep going keep going uh, we were given in specific instructions backstage to really try not to be offensive. <laughs> that, that's not a lie. I did say that. It was a dance in the 80s. That's true. We, we did just... We oh, did, yeah. Uh, the 80s got it. it right. You're right. Uh, so the answer is, uh, by the way, the animals in the actual hieroglyphics Ooh. are uh, facing. Okay. So, so if the animals are facing left, then you read from left to right. They're facing right to right. Can I get a half? Havesies? Can we get a Havesies? Um, hey, oh, hey, I'm going to say no. I'm going to say no to both. So it's just the no, animals, not, not people or gods? Uh, I said a figure. Yeah, we never specified. You said, said character. You know, the best, way to get get p- the best way to get points is to argue. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So I'm going to give both teams five points. Oh, oh. hell yeah. Yeah, but it doesn't matter. They got it. Yeah, I'm a man. We love Seth. Seth sounds like your dirtbag cousin. <laughs> he, he is the dirtbag uncle. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, Seth is, or Set, some people might know him as Seth, uh, is, a, is. is a god of the desert storms, disorder, and violence. He killed, he's a god of desert storm. <laughs> uh, he killed his brother Osiris and tried to usurp the throne from his nephew Horus. Conversely, though, he also aided the sun god Ra in defeating the lord of chaos, Apep. While the heads of most gods resemble animals, such as a jackal, a falcon, or uh, other known animals, the head of Seth resembles no known creature, and instead is referred to simply as the Seth animal. Yep. And, and, wh- and what is a, that? It looks kind of like, like a bunny. Anubis. Oh, it looks like Anubis, the, the classic animal Anubis. <laughs> no, Anubis, no. Anubis is a jackal. I think this is like a bunny. So, I, so you guys think I just didn't research this, right? Yeah. <laughs> is, that, is that what I'm hearing? He's got the tail of the Spencer, I'm not doubting you. I'm doubting the ancient Egyptians <laughs> and their own story. That, that, is, fair, that is fair enough. Or so, better yet, I'm doubting this particular artist. So another creature that we don't fully know the appearance of is Bigfoot. Oh. Speak for yourself. Don't, don't, say fan, man, you fan, fan, don't. don't step on my punchlines next time, please. <laughs> <laughs> Other than because they're not real. Why have we never discovered the remains of a Bigfoot? That seems very subjective. He's really good at me. Ah, okay. So essentially... Wait, is it, it's not our choice. Yeah, it's not our choice. We need to... I think Bigfoot very good. I think Bigfoot very good. Can you Check and check. All right. Other than because they're not real, why have we nis- never discovered the remains of a Bigfoot? Uh, Bigfoot bury their dead. Bigfoot bury their dead. Big feet. Sorry. <laughs> uh, how far down do they bury them? Six feet or so. Well, I mean a little. Six big feet. Yeah. Little... I said their feet are different 
land in our feet. Yeah, so. it's a little bit bigger, so it's a little deeper. Why would the burying preclude people from finding the remains? We, we, we bury people, and that's what we're not doing it to hide our our dead. It's we're doing it to honor them, and they're the same way. They just want to honor their dead. I watch a and lot like, of murder TV, and right. it seems pretty yeah. easy for most agencies or joggers or hikers to find a recently dug grave mm -hmm. and yeah. see it as such. Do Bigfoots have a way for Bigfoot. concealing? Well, big feet, big feet live deep in the woods. Yeah. Like, people yeah. aren't like jogging and stuff in yeah. there. So if you're, if you're like Dick hiking, wolf begs to do. If you're, <laughs> if you're, We're not being killed in like LA. Yeah. <laughs> Look, the people who are murdering Big Feet are doing their <laughs> They're being Way the fuck humans. out in also, these remote forests that humans don't normally traverse there's plenty of time for it to grow over and look natural after you murder We don't before. know that a murder's happened. We don't know that a death or a disease has hit that family. And they're just trying to honor and respect. Yeah. And if you have killed a Bigfoot, it's not a crime because it's not a recognized species. Well, it's a, it's in Bigfoot uh, court. It is a crime. <laughs> well, they're not allowed to come to Chicago, so we're all okay. It seems uh, unfortunate that so many Bigfeet are getting murdered by humans and nothing is happening to these <laughs> It seems that specifically Bigfoot. It seems that specifically the Bigfeet are getting murdered by James Freely. Is anyone else picking up <laughs> yeah. that vibe? It says James is Seth. <laughs> What do we think here? Do you think they're telling the truth? No. No, they're not. Okay. <laughs> uh, I know I can just keep making noises when you ask them. And what I'm do sorry. you think the actual answer is? Um, well, oh, uh, one or two? Uh, two. 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 Okay. Um, big feet are not of this earth. Yeah, they are yeah. aliens who are visiting us briefly, which is why we don't um, see them as young. We only see adult ones. When they've completed their missions, they move back into their spacecraft and move on. Fuck, that's so good. <laughs> <laughs> That is so good, but it is so wrong because oh. Big Feet's bury their dead. Why can you not find the remains if they're buried? Because couldn't you just... Dude, you're asking the wrong thing. Because question. I find them so well. Into the ground? This is just, it's just like one of the more common Bigfoot myths. I can't really answer Yeah, that. so according to most cryptologists, yeah. fact-based guys... The, the question I was going to ask, but I couldn't find the full list, was uh, name any one of the 12 different species of Bigfeet. Uh -huh. I'll just give you a couple. Uh, Grassman. Grassman. Mi Yeti. Do you have one? Skunk ape? Is, is that Skunk ape? Is Mothman one? No, uh, but Midnight Whistler is. <laughs> Whoa. Can I, can I drop a quick interjection? My hometown of Nebraska. The whole, the whole place? It's not yeah, town. yeah, yeah. Uh, Hastings, Nebraska. <laughs> middle of the plains. There was a Bigfoot conference there. <laughs> Where did they hide? Like in, the, in the corn? I don't know. J James, how many of those people did you bury in? <laughs> All right, so the dark serpent Apep is the embodiment oh. of all evil and the greatest enemy of the sun god Ra. Oh. According to the coffin oh, texts, okay. which I knew you would like, uh, coffin texts, which are a collection of ancient funerary spells, Apep uses a magical gaze to overwhelm Ra and his companions. Yeah. A snake hypnotizing people sounds like Jafar's staff in Aladdin. <gasps> the character of the genie was created with Robin Williams in mind. What did the studio do that convinced Robin Williams to take the role of the genie? Wow. Yeah, 
What did the studio do that convinced Robin Williams to take the role of the uh, G? The studio said that uh, he could. Oh shit! Um, the studio said that he could improvise a lot of his own lines. Um, and, and then he improvised all of them. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, I'm sorry. Was he all a trained improviser at like the Improv Olympic or at the, the, the only CD good place to learn improv at <laughs> any of these? The crowd theater. <laughs> There's a picture of him in the back. <laughs> yeah, we are we are in the Robin Williams uh, cabaret theater. <laughs> uh, so so they they had a script originally, and he was like, I no, I want to do. I my don't own think thing. he said no, but I think that he was fine with the script. But when they gave him the option, mm-hmm. when well, let me backtrack. He said, I like your script. I would like to also put my own stuff in. And they said, sure. Because he discovered at that point in his career that he was best when he vamps, when he gets to, like, really go. Sure. Um, Mm -hmm. So, yeah, that's why um, things like in the um, Prince Ali song, he does that whole Joan Rivers bit. That's not a Disney writer. That's Robin. (laughs) How does that fit in the Disney universe, though? Joan Rivers? Yeah, is Joan Rivers Um, canon? (laughs) um, (laughs) Yes. There's a really interesting theory theory that uh, this movie takes place like 10,000 years in the future. Yeah. (laughs) Yes, because otherwise all those things don't fit because Joan Rivers would be a past Mm -hmm. icon. What if the Gigi can just travel time? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, like, uh, he's like a... Merlin in Sword in the Stone. Bermuda Bermuda shorts. Bermuda Bermuda. Archimedes. Archimedes was not all... sounds like it's a song. Bermuda, Archimedes, come on, sword in the storm. Um, All right, we're, yeah, we're getting off track. No, no, feel free to have a... No, no, I was going to say that uh, the theory that the genie could travel time was debunked when um, the second Aladdin came out, and he got back from time traveling, and no one questioned all of his reference in his comeback song. So they knew about all of the places that he had gone. Was Robin Williams a time traveler, though? Robin Williams personally was Robin a time traveler. Robin Williams person is indeed a time traveler. Where do you think yeah. he is now? Time traveling. All right, what do you think? Was Robin Williams a time traveler or not? Uh, no. he, Robin was Williams that the question? Was, no. <laughs> I will no. repeat the answer. The answer that I stated was Robin Williams got to improvise. There we go. He got to improvise his own lines. Uh, we, we think that they are lying. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yes, because that's they, at least incorrect. <laughs> yeah, sure. They, yeah, they might misunder- think right. misunderstood. Sure. Um, so the the studio told Robin Williams that they wouldn't feature uh, Genie too prominently in advertising. Uh, I can because. I can go because. on. Okay. Well, that that is true, okay. uh, but uh, but it's not the way that they they wooed. Okay. Uh, so the actual the, the animators created test sequences of the Genie performing Robin Williams stand up routine. That's Whoa. Yeah, so there's one where like Robin Williams is like being a schizophrenic person, and they have like Genie with like three heads being the three different people. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. Is there Which, a video somewhere of the Genie pretending to I, eat I, pussy on his own arm? <laughs> <laughs> have you guys seen that bit? Yes. Yeah, Robin Williams live on Broadway. Yeah. Go, yeah. Uh, Google that. Not Robin Williams eating pussy. Yeah. <laughs> Although that's out there. When, when I was in seventh grade, I watched that special, and it was the hardest I've ever laughed in my fucking life. I went back and rewatched it as a freshman in college, and was like stone faced the whole time. I was like, "This sucks." No. And it was it. It sucked, man. It was like growing up. Really funny in seventh grade, though. Well, maybe Spencer, after I finish my apothic wine, I'll think it's funny. Apothic <laughs> <laughs> wine. <laughs> Just a few more plugs, and you'll be paid. Now, let's move on to Ra. Ra, the sun god and the creator of all living things. Badass. He is a badass. These pictures are so tight. Uh, so exactly. These pictures uh, were from the they official publication for Pathfinder for like an Egyptian. Oh, yeah, they are. 
It's like a, a D- Dungeons and Dragons pictures. Yeah. So sex appeal is really in their wheelhouse. Like you yeah. can, he's wearing a shirt, but you can still see his abs. Like, yeah, yeah daddy. <laughs> <laughs> so Ra sent his daughter Sekhmet to destroy all human beings after catching wind that we were beginning to plot against him. Another famous plot was the gunpowder plot, which was brought to our attention in the United States by the movie V for Vendetta. On what holiday was the movie V for Vendetta released? Let's roll with it. Let's roll with it. <laughs> oh, no. What holiday was the movie V for Vendetta released? It's not holiday. The real ISIS would like to say 9-11. Wait, not, no, not, we don't. Not, That's not our question. It's not our question. Is it I, not? I, no, God it is, damn it. it yeah. Oh, it is? Oh. it is? I hope you have an answer. 9-11. No, I don't like that. <laughs> Shouldn't have chosen that. Tough. Game. 9-11. Do you want me to give you three seconds? Fault. I, I will give you three seconds. Yeah, okay. One for each digit. 9-11. <laughs> I'm, not holding that t- I'm not holding you to that. Does 9-11 is your answer. Um, I can I can I ask a question? What happened on that day? Okay, do you guys think they're lying or telling the truth? <laughs> no, uh, no, no, we no, I have I have what I feel like are safe follow up questions. Um, well, they they don't actually have an answer, so I'm gonna let. Here's what I'm gonna do. That is my real answer. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna give you a chance to answer the question. Uh, we feel like it was on November 5th, Guy Fawkes November Day. November 5th, and and now the, the tables have turned. Do you think that they're lying or telling the truth? We think they're misunderstood. They're misunderstood. <laughs> yeah, I think, I and think and what do you think the actual answer is? Please, 4th of July. Say it again. Fourth of July. Fourth of July. Okay, so we're going to move on. And the actual answer you would think would be the, the 5th of November, the Gunpowder Treason Plot mm-hmm. Day. And it was actually supposed to be that day. Um, but but post-production ran long. So it got released on St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> <laughs> That's like way long. <laughs> Yeah, it's so much Wait, later. It's right? like six months. It was like, maybe not quite six months. I maybe you should uh, study your calendar. Can I just say I'm really happy that like none of us were right with that one, and we just all kind of stunk it up. Yeah, that's, yeah. I'll, you know what? I'll go ahead and subtract five points from both teams. Great, great. I'm maybe good. take away ten from the team that said nine eleven. No, yeah. no, 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 Maybe give us what we did. They doubled down. On I'll it. take away nine eleven of a point. There you go. Damn it. Thank you. Uh, Don't group us. So this next question is for for you, which I'm sure you knew. Love it. Uh, so, Sekhmet. Oh, hold on. Because yeah, <laughs> Sekhmet was a warrior goddess who was tasked with murdering every human being who conspired against Ra. Yes. However, okay, I'm just actually putting fuel in the it fire. Me. Uh, in her bloodlust, she nearly destroyed all of humanity. Yes. Woo! In- yes. <laughs> it happens. Pussy power! So, in Wait. order to stop her, Ra had the high priest of his temple in Heliopolis die 7,000 be- jars of beer red and pour them all out to create a lake. Mistaking this lake of beer for a lake of blood, Sekhmet stopped to drink from it and got too drunk and went home. Oh my God. Is she my idol? I I repeat, it's me. Wants to kill all humans, gets too drunk and gives up. Pretty good. A Guinness is a beer. In 2004, Guinness launched one of the more over-the-top ad campaigns in Africa. What did Guinness do to promote its beer in Africa in 2004? And yes, this is the entire continent of Africa. Hey, are you 
Yeah. Okay, so it's like Irish food. Yeah. What you, so you know how that adds to All right. Yeah. Here we go. What do we think here? What does Guinness do to promote its beer in Africa, 2004? Um, hey, guys, it's a meal in a glass. Drink up. Okay. So that's the answer we're going with. What do, what do we think? Uh, uh, Why'd they think that was a good idea? That's a great question. Really great question. And actually... Uh, like, did they put it in a soup bowl so it looked like a meal? So here's what we're going to do. What do you guys think the answer is? Okay. Uh, uh, they use so the advertising usually has like animals in it and it's fun and the, sure my goodness my Guinness yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I think they use like African animals. Uh, specific like Instead a giraffe like something a, like that like a zebra the Serengeti type yeah. uh, stuff yeah. uh, well the actual answer you'll never believe uh, they created a feature length action movie called Critical Assignment what the story follows the strong journalist Michael Power as he tried <laughs> as he tries to stop a corrupt politician from buying weapons with stolen money. And he gets his strength, of course, from drinking Guinness. Wow. So it's, pop, it's beer like Popeye? Popeye? It's beer Popeye. Yeah. <laughs> beer Popeye. Yeah, right. Is it like on YouTube? Uh, I didn't look, uh, but the um, the trailer is. It doesn't look that great. <laughs> Wait, oh, that's shocking. Uh, Michael Power. Is he related to Austin? Uh, well, he, he is, he's supposed to be like a James Bond type. Uh, so yes? They're yeah, not related baby. because it's Powers. Uh, it's true, yes. Okay. So let's, uh, this, this question is for uh, the team. Whoa. So this is Wajet. Wajet was the patron and protector of all of Lower Egypt. She, oh. along with Isis, helped raise Horus and protect him from his terrible uncle Seth. Her, ima- her image in the form of a rearing cobra is used to symbolize royalty and can be found on the crowns of the rulers of Lower Egypt. Oh. Speaking of crowns, England is famous for its crown jewels. Mm. With pieces dating as far back as the 1600s, the collection is the most historically complete of any regalia in the world. Special care was taken to hide them from the Nazis during World War II. Um, your question is, in what decidedly unroyal way were the crown jewels hidden during World War II? What way were the crown jewels hidden during World War II? Um, yeah, they were thrown into sewers. Into sewers. Or not thrown, probably placed delicately. <laughs> yeah. Delicately. Sure. Yeah. And the sewage system um, in uh, England at the time was like set in stone and and yeah. real stinky. Yeah, they had sewers yeah. in World War II. Yeah, they yeah, had pretty, toilets was, and plumbing, you know, and they pooped in toilets and flushed it down. I mean, Winston yeah. Churchill's like war room was in the underground, like the metro, so that was where they were. Everything was going. Yeah. It's also where everybody was going during air raids. Was that not a security concern? No, because who's going to dig through the sewage when they're down there scared for their lives? Well, I mean, they're know? walking through it. So, like, aren't they afraid that someone is, like, going to step well, on it? Was, it, it was, like, a, a not highly trafficked sewer. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, I mean yeah. they didn't just scatter them around like yeah. all of the sewers in London, you know. because uh, they yeah. wanted to be able to retrieve them <laughs> to retrieve yeah. them. So they, they put they there was like a specific spot. The, one, that it was the sewer the underneath the Tower of London where they were, so they could just So you can put di- diamonds underground and find them, but when you bury Bigfoot underground. <laughs> well, what, what 
show you. Listen, don't murder a Bigfoot in a city. James Freely murdered all of the Bigfoots. <laughs> James Freely murdered yeah, all of the Bigfoots. That um, really doesn't need to leave our minds. So I'm, I'm sorry, I'm a little confused. Yeah. You, you don't think water flow would affect the placement of the diamonds? Well, they like tethered them. Yeah. They didn't do what or with what? Yeah. Strength. They put them chains. in boxes and chains and put them in a spot, covered it with poop. It's the same thing that royals have done for like. Yeah. Ever. Whenever somebody's coming to their castle and they're scared, they're on the crapper and they just throw their crown or their jewels. Ah, they're here to get me! And you throw the jewels around your necklace down into your where your chamber pot or whatever. And when they come to get you, it's not there. And then your maid goes back later and gets the jewels and runs away. And now the family has money. And, and if your maid is a hippo, then it's a yeah, double duty. Exactly. Yeah. Czar Alexander's daughters actually took a long time to die because they'd wrapped yeah. all of their exactly. jewels around and the bullets kept bouncing. So that's why they had to stab them with bayonets. Yeah, they did they a shot. really bad job murdering that family. James would have done much better, I'm sure. <laughs> uh, what, do you, what do you think here? Depends on how hairy. Yeah. Uh, we think they're on the right track, but it's yep. a smaller track. Okay. Because, like most things hidden from the Nazis, the crown jewels were up butts. But. Up butts. Gotcha. Up okay. Butts. Oh, so similar. The before sewer. Right. Yeah, the so they were they were going to prison and needed to smuggle them in. Um, so the answer is they were hidden in biscuit tins, or uh, as Americans, that sounds like a cute nickname for butter. As Americans yeah. would say, in boxes of cookies. The jewels were stored in a secret room 50 feet below Windsor Castle, which could only be accessed by descending a very long ladder. It was not a sewer, it was a secret room underneath the castle. Uh, but you, I, so I will get five points to your, your team for guessing that they were lying. Oh, nice. Yay. Uh, now I think this is the, the last question. Oh, wow. So, this is a big one. Uh, we're Anubis! We're going to end with Anubis. Looks a lot like Seth. Anubis <laughs> is the protector of graves and cemeteries. You know what cemeteries could have used Anubis's help? The one where Dr. Frankenstein dug up all the bodies to create his monster. <laughs> the next question is about that and about Aerosmith. <laughs> Can you tell I did this one last? <laughs> what Aerosmith song was inspired by the movie Young Frankenstein? Frankenstein. <laughs> All right. Here we go. What do we think? What Aerosmith song was inspired by Young Frankenstein? Uh, Thunderstruck. Thunderstruck. Oh, that's pretty good too. Thunderstruck. Cool. Thunderstruck is, is the okay. answer. Yeah, we heard. Which uh, which album is that on? Uh, self-titled. Lyrics in the song pertain to Frankenstein. Uh, it's not more about the lyrics; it's more about the melody. Okay. Yeah, but how does it go? It's oh. primarily instrumental, yeah. so actually, just mostly the title. There's also a two the cellos version that you can find. <laughs> that version is very, it's a very good version. It's very good. Yeah. So just just sort of it was more of a soundscape of Young Thunder. Frankenstein. Yes. Yeah. Why Thunderstruck? How does that How does that happen? Because of how. Because in Frankenstein, he yeah, yeah but yeah. that's but that's lightning. Well, what you're what you're hearing, I mean, like there are a lot of soundscapes in Young Frankenstein that you have to encapsulate when you think about mm. Thunderstruck, and that's what they used in order to create the song. It's more of a soundscape. Thing. So, like, if I read Young Frankenstein, I should have that song just on loop. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry, yeah. Young Frankenstein. Oh, isn't that a book? <laughs> if you yes. If you read, 
if oh, you, is that a movie? So if you if you read Young Frankenstein, oh. you should listen to the Aerosmith song. The novelization of the movie. Young Frankenstein. I was thinking of the book Frankenstein. Yeah, yeah you were. Let's, uh, what, what, what do we think here? Uh, we, we, we think that that is a lie. Yeah. What do you think tipped you off? Well, is the I fact read... that Aerosmith didn't create the song Thunderstruck? It helps. It helps. It helps. It helps. And, and just real quick for, you know what, hold on. For bonus points, tell me who wrote the song Thunderstorm. ACDC. ACDC. Yeah. I'll give you five points for that. Okay. I will give you five points for that. All right. So, so, so they're definitely lying, so we definitely get five points. Well, that is true. Okay. Uh, uh, the correct answer is walk this way. The correct answer is walk this way. Okay. It's like Frankenstein, walk this way, walk this way. Because when without did, direction, he When did Young go. Frankenstein come out? I feel like that was recent, wasn't Didn't it have like Michael recent? Fassbender in it? I think it was 08, yeah. What? Well, you're thinking of X-Men. That's none of this. Oh, was the Mel Brooks movie? Yeah. <laughs> what are you thinking of? There's been like, well, it's, it was the we, Mel Brooks we have to move on. I, for the sake of both teams, is we must over? move on. No. Walk this way is correct. Oh, wow. yes. Aerosmith watched the film together in 1975. It's, it's uh, and in one scene, Igor tells Dr. Frankenstein to walk this way, and the doctor proceeds to mimic Igor's uh, disfigured limp. Uh, they, the band fell out of their seats laughing, and they wrote that song. Uh, I believe that brings us to final scores. Uh, We're winning, right? Uh, both teams did uh, very, everybody lost. very well. Suck. Certainly both teams did lose. Uh, I'm so sweaty, I want to die. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sweaty up here. Uh, let's, let's start to, to my right, new phone, who bis? Right? Oh, that's us. Uh, new phone, who bis? <laughs> uh, you, you ended the game with a respectable 20 points. Congratulations. It seems like we earned more points than that, but I will. Pretty good. Uh, and, and, and at the real ISIS, oh. you, uh, sorry to say, uh, you end of the game of 40 points, so you are <gasps> our winner. So congratulations. I would like to thank Apothic Wine. Official sponsor of ISIS. I'd like to thank the government for not shutting us down until next week. Uh, thank you all for coming. Thank you. Uh, let's give a big round of applause to Boy Mom for point yeah. tonight. Round of applause to yourself for helping uh, your childhood cancer. Cool. Have a good night, everybody. James Freely kills Bigfoot. Let Sleeping Dogs Lie is an arcade audio production. Find us at facebook.com slash lsdlshow. Please rate and review us wherever you listen to podcasts. Our show is produced by Spencer Hamilton, Patrick Connolly, and Rich Camelucci. Written by Spencer Hamilton, Patrick Connolly, Simon Collier, Rob Grabowski, Zach Mast, and Fiona Stevens. Our panel this week, James Freetley performs around Chicago. Follow him on Twitter at SlouchyTheLion. Johnny O'Mara co-hosts the podcast Dilettante Ball, which can also be found on Arcade Audio. Ali Stark performs regularly at the Comedy Sports Theater. Julia Heinen can be seen performing all around Chicago. Sharag Rator is the host of the podcast, Mr. Rator's Neighborhood. And finally, Charlie Williams performs with Comedy Sports Chicago as well as Laugh Out Loud Theater. Let Sleeping Dogs Lie is made possible in part by listeners like you. Check out patreon.com slash arcadeaudio for more info on how you can help. 
Thanks for listening to Let Sleeping Dogs Lie, the world's only game show. Thank you for playing Arcade Audio. Play more at arcadeaudio.net.